Hello, everyone. Happy uh, Motivation Monday. Um, as you could probably tell, I am not Dr. Shomo. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm uh, Robert Pulliam. I'm a family medicine doctor and a psychiatrist, and I'm also the lucky husband of uh, Dr. Shomo. So um, I was asked to sort of be a guest host today because uh, we're going to talk a little bit about um, a new book that Dr. Shomo has available. And so as many of you may or may not know, uh, Dr. Shomo is a, an esteemed family medicine doctor, a uh, geriatrician. Um, she's also a diversity uh, champion um, in the departments that she works in. And um, she's also the founder and owner of Dr. Shoma Knows, um, which has a mission of spreading um, health and wellness um, information to the community. Um, so anyway, one of the things we're going to talk about today is her new book that uh, she has just published. Uh, it's called Health is Love. And so uh, well, I just wanted to let Dr. Shomo add anything additional that I may have missed if she has any anything else that she wants to talk about before we get into our discussion? No, thank you, Dr. Pulliam. So we professionally would call each other Dr. Shomo or Dr. Pulliam, but at home we call each other Anissa and Robert. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you, Robert. <laughs> uh, we don't walk around the house just calling each other Dr. Shomo and Dr. Pulliam all the time? No, no not usually. Just, just in professional settings, which I guess this is one, but. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, well, I guess we could get started with uh, just talking about your book. I've I've had the the luxury of reading through it a couple of times. Um, you know, one for proofreading purposes, but also just to you know as a final read through. Um, and so, before I ask you any questions, I didn't know was there any major points that you wanted to talk about with this book before I ask you any specific questions about it? Um, no, there's not. The biggest thing about this book is, I call it a health is love because it talks about a lot of different things. And so people will generally ask me like, so what is it about? And it's really hard to explain. <laughs> so yeah. I just want to have a good conversation about it so we could help people understand it a little bit more. But mostly you just have to read it to really understand. But it's really, I mean, it's really good. And people have given me a lot of really good feedback on it. So that's why I wanted to go ahead and do an episode to, you know, get more awareness about it as well. Okay. Well, I guess my first question is, I don't know, a lot of your follower, followers may or may not know, but you do a lot of stuff already. Um, <laughs> you know, you, uh, you interview medical students, you work in the community, you've done research. Um, and so one of the things you wanted to, and you've also founded a company. So one of the things you wanted to add to your list of things to do is to write a book. So I just wanted to, you know, what was, I just want to ask you, like, what is the inspiration for you to write, you know, just to add another thing to your resume here? Well, the main reason why I wanted to write a book is that when you are someone who is very active on social media, it can be really hard to get out your main message because people are really only seeing like snippets of who you are. So I wanted to have a book that, number one, helped people, but I wanted people to kind of understand more of who I am and what, what helps me and what motivates me, um, and just kind of my thought process of why I, do, why I am so active in the community and why I do the things that I do. 
So I know you gave. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the book really isn't about me. It's about helping other yeah. people. But I think that if people can understand the way I think more, then they can really understand more of who, who I am as well. You know. Yeah. I mean, you gave a pretty good intro in your in the first part of your book about uh, you know under the acknowledgments. But I didn't know. Would you be willing to talk a little bit about sort of what was the inspiration for you to put this particular book together? So, yes. Um, this book is a self-help book. So that's why it can be hard to explain to people what it's about. <laughs> because it's really meant for it to be a tool for people to reflect on their own lives. And I just kind of reflect a little bit on my life to help to give kind of an example of how to reflect on your life. But the question would be, then why did I want to write a book about reflecting? And the biggest thing was that the biggest like catalyst of why I would want to write a book about reflecting is that I was diagnosed with cancer um, in 2017. And that was really a big kind of blow. I felt like it was a blow to my ego because I felt like I, I eat healthy, I exercise, I try to do all of the things that I can do to stay healthy, but I still ended up having um, cancer, which of course it was stage one and was found on a routine check. So I'm happy that I was also doing that part of my health and making sure I keep, keep up with my routine health. But it was just kind of one of those things that was just hard to think about, you know, well, how did I get here? I tried to do everything I could to prevent cancer, but still here I am. Um, so I learned, I wanted to learn more about what else is there? What else could I have done? Or what else can I do to prevent the next cancer or the next, you know, illness? Um, so I, that really led me to just more inward focus. Um, so I felt like as I was reflecting on, all of the things I had done in you know, probably the 10 years before my cancer, I had spent a lot of time focusing outward on other people, uh, focusing on um, probably even my outward appearance. You know? So just I spent a lot of time on an outward focus, and I really wanted to turn to an inward focus and reflect more on me, what is important to me, what do I want my life to be, what do, where do I want to go after that. So I wanted to basically take people on that journey of how you know, a way, one way to reflect, because of course there's multiple, there's all types of ways you can reflect on your life. But I wanted to write a book to just kind of help people start to think in that way. Yeah. Well, that's actually, one of the things I was surprised about when you asked me to read it for the first time was that it was, you know, that it is a self-help book. It reads as a self-help book. I was, I was expecting an autobiography or, um, you know, some kind of narrative type book. But I think writing it the way you did um, each person gets, each person that reads it is going to get something different out of it. Um, but yeah. I, one of the big themes that I got when I read through it is that it's a way to teach people how to, how to like love themselves. Um, so, that, you know, that they want to take care of themselves. I don't know if that's, was that kind of like your intention with this book or is that just sort of like uh, minimizing what your intentions were? <laughs> No, I really do want people to to go on a journey to self-love and help them figure out why they why they struggle with it, you know. And so for me, I felt like as I was turning that reflection and in, in the internal validation, the internal like focus, I was learning more about myself that maybe I seek validation from other people when I really should only worry about myself. So it was kind of one of those things where I was writing it 
I was writing. I really kind of feel like I wrote this book for myself, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, I was tr- kind of going on this journey of like, how do you learn how to do things for yourself and be happy with whatever it is that you have instead of trying to find happiness outside of yourself, you know? Yeah. So it was really meant, I mean, like I said, people will, people will get different things out of it, of course, because it's a very, I mean, it's meant to be a very personal experience and a very personal journey. That's why it's hard to explain to people. <laughs> when they're right. like, what the book, what is the book about? It's like, whatever you want yeah. it to be about, because it's really about you, you know? Yeah. But I really um, wanted people to learn that skill because I find I, f- I feel like in America, it's just not something that people really learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not really something that a lot of people think is important. And so th- I just wanted people to know that I think it's important to really think about who you are, what your vo- what is your voice? You know what I mean? Like so that like when I'm saying like as I was writing a lot on social media and that sort of thing, I'm just like, who am I? What is my voice? What do I want people to know about myself if, if I were going to die? what would I want people to know about me and what would I want to help, what would I want to do to help myself not die, you know? So just trying Mm -hmm. to go on that journey of reflecting and it's very important to just reflect on who you are, what you want your legacy to be, what your legacy currently is and what kind of flaws you have in it and why. Why why do you have those flaws? What kind of things in your life have set you up to be, I mean, we're all flawed, we're human, you know? But what kind of things specifically in your life set you up for the specific flaws that you have and how can you overcome that? Mm -hmm. No, I think it's really good. So I don't um, I didn't explain the whole title of the book. So, like I said, the the title is Health is Love, but it's also called A Love Heals Journey Through 14 Reflections and Meditations. So it's almost like there's um, it's a bunch of exercises, I guess, for your brain or for your heart. Um, But. I don't know if you have a – do you have a favorite uh, meditation or self-reflection that you have from the book, or you like them all equally? Or <laughs> I feel like um, one of my favorite reflections is the love rebellion um, because, for me, that kind of is – I feel like – is that the last – I feel like that's the last chapter or the last reflection. I haven't looked at it in a – Yes, yeah, it's, it's the last one, number 14. Yes, so that kind of helps tie it all together. Because for me, I feel like in this world that we live in, um, you know, in America or just on the earth, there are so many times when we can feel hopeless. Um, And we can feel hopeless for ourselves. We can feel hopeless for our country. We can feel hopeless for the earth. You know, there's times when we feel hopeless. And for me, that the message in that is just to try to put those feelings of hopelessness to the side. Because when you lose hope, there's nothing else, you know? So I, I just want people to really try to have faith and hope in themselves and try to have faith and hope in whatever we're, we're doing here, you know, because it's like, it's, everything is always a mind game. If people can get your mind or, if, you know, whatever can get your mind, cancer or anything, if it can get your mind, then it's already won. So it's, mm-hmm. for me, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a protest to have hope in the face of hopelessness and I just feel like my whole life really has been a, a hopeless, uh, not a, I feel like my life really has been a rebellion because, yeah. you know, like where I'm from, growing up in poverty, being a woman, being Muslim, all that sort of stuff, it, I had a lot of obstacles to get to where I am. And so one of the biggest things that has always helped me get through everything is just being an optimistic person and being hopeful because, mm-hmm. you know, 
your mind is the most powerful thing that you have on your whole body. If you feel like you're going to be better and get better and do better, then you will, you know? Yeah. No, I think I, that's probably one of my favorite ones, too. I What I like about it is it's a little bit more of what I was expecting from the book. Like, we get a lot of autobiographical information about you in it. Um, but I think what I really like about it is how you tie everything together in the sense that everything that you've become – everything that you've made yourself to be, you know, is a combination of hopes and dreams from, you know, your entire family. And not only that, from an entire community, entire uh, race, right? And um, I think at the cornerstone of this book, but also just learning to love yourself is the idea of hope. That, you know, really resilience comes from this idea that things can get better and you have to be willing to work for it. Yeah. And I know that you as a psychiatrist, you know, I'm, that's one of the that's one of the things that you have to do all day is try to instill hope in people. And it's really hard because people feel hopeless. And I've felt that before. I definitely have felt hopeless before. And I have felt like I didn't want to live anymore before. Mm. And so at that, you know, when that was all going on, I didn't I didn't actually go to see anybody. For me, the, the what happened was my sisters really instilled hope in me and made me made me want to be better and made me want to live so I feel like for me you know I talk about self-love in the book but I also talk about loving your family and loving your community because there'll be times when you will live for other people more than you'll live for yourself until Mm -hmm. you get to that point you know so I understand that people are in different places in that journey of loving themselves and for me it was just a tough situation you know it was kind of a it was like you know like trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. <laughs> so yeah. I was just in a really, in a really tough situation in, in that time of my life. Um, but, you know, I listened to my sisters and when they tell me like, hey, you gotta have hope and you got, you're, gonna, you're gonna be better and you're gonna, you're gonna get through this, I believe them, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what's really hard a lot of times, you know, when, when I, because as family doctors, we talk to a lot of patients who may not, who may be feeling hopeless as well. And that's one of the biggest things is, you try to tell people that things are going to get better, but they often don't believe you. No. No, I agree. I think that's probably one of the hardest challenges as a psychiatrist is um, getting people to not catastrophize and to recognize that, you know, tomorrow's another day and working towards your goals and having hope is, you know, that's the route to getting better. So, I, you know, one of the things I had been thinking about was whether I should use this in my outpatient practice to sort of motivate people to want to take care of themselves like I it's interesting because over the last couple of months I've been doing a couple of um, webinars myself and one of the things I find myself doing explaining to people about why I do both family medicine and psychiatry is you know it's hard for somebody to want to take care of their body you know want to take care of their diabetes or their high blood pressure if they don't really like themselves if they don't really love who they are as a person you know why would they want to make sure they live as long as they can right as well as they can Exactly. And so I, yeah. And I think your book is a is a great uh, training tool to teach people how they can do that. It really is, um, and I mean, I've really meant for it to be a way to have a bridge to. So in family medicine and in psychiatry, we talked about we talk about trauma informed care, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to bring that to the people. You know, it's the idea that we talk about in academia and 
in our jobs and academia that we both have. <laughs> but it's just like, what if we had a way to help people understand that at a basic level? You know, like how do we simplify it so that people can understand it and consume it and try to, to work from that place of trying to heal themselves instead of coming yeah. to us trying to heal them? Like, you know, mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I learned growing up is you have to put in the work in healing yourself. You can't expect for people to heal you. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really, you know, like I said, my life is a form of protest. And for me, that's one of the ways I get through a lot of things. I just get angry. I'm an Aries, so, you know, <laughs> we, we're a fire sign. And so mm -hmm. I, most people wouldn't really see me as an angry person because I'm not. Um, but for me, that can be one of the ways that I can use motivation. You know, like I'm not going to let this, you know, beat me or I'm not going to let them say that I can't do this and use that as a way to motivate me. So that's that's sometimes one of the way one of the one of the tools that I use to do things that I don't necessarily feel like I can. Like as as a woman, sometimes it can be especially as a black woman, too. It can be hard to really even have that. Um, you know, sometimes we get what's called imposter syndrome where you feel like you're not good enough. You feel like you mm -hmm. don't belong. You don't, you know, you yeah. feel like, why am I even here? And so I've, I've felt like that multiple times in my life, even when I didn't feel depressed, just because, you know, I've, I did the impossible. <laughs> I mean, I came out of poverty as a, as a black woman and, and became a physician. And sometimes it can be hard because it's very lonely in a place where you're, usually one of the only ones who did that you know so yeah for me I can I some I often channel that feeling of not feeling good enough into well I know I shouldn't be here and I know that a lot of people don't think I belong here but I'm here and I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to inspire the people that I can inspire and I'm going to inspire myself and I'm going to inspire my nieces and nephews and you know just just trying to just to use that protest that I have within me that's been instilled within me from my family and just and just from black people to just be like, you know what, it's hard, it's rough, but I'm going to keep fighting and I'm going to stay, you know, and not always necessarily be strong, but I'm just going to keep, keep going, you know? Yeah. No, I think that's um, amazing. So um, I think being a fire sign is more than just being angry, though. I think it's uh, <laughs> just personality wise. So, uh because we are, uh, me and you, personally, you know, we're uh, different signs. Um, I'm a very calm, more laid-back kind of person. So, but you definitely make my uh, life more exciting. Um, <laughs> so, you gotta tell everybody what your sign is. Your Earth sign. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. So I'm very stubborn, uh, very down to earth, and practical. Uh, don't get excited. Oh, and I'm also introverted. So <laughs> I, I get sucked of energy when I'm around people. So. Yeah. So I, but we balance each other very well. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know how much time we have left, but I did want to, I don't know if we should at least let people know what's, if they wanted to get a copy of the book, like what's the best way for them to do that? So the best way is to go to my current website, drshomonose.com. So mm -hmm. my name is spelled, so I will spell the whole thing, D-R-S-H-O-M-O. K-N-O-W-S dot com. I'm going to be launching a website called healthislove.co. So I'm planning to get that up and running soon. So that would just be just like the book and just like the podcast dot co. So hopefully that will be by the time this podcast comes out, that, ups, that website will be up and running. 
Yeah, that sounds very exciting. Hopefully, we'll it'll be up by the time we're uh, this is posted. So awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I'm planning to drop this one for sweetest day. So thank you for being my sweetie and interviewing yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and you yep, really did no help problem. a lot with the book. And one of the one of the things one of the things that did inspire me to write this book as well is just how my family and you have rallied around me when I was diagnosed with cervical cancer like hmm. it's one of those things especially when you're married to a physician that you don't necessarily know how they're going to take someone being sick you know but I felt like you did mm. a really you really helped inspire me to want to be better so that you would be okay and you know you were just really always always my rock and so hmm. that's part of what you know I feel like health is love is too is just you know you want to love yourself but you also want to love other people around you because I feel like so yeah. many times you know we get busy or we don't make time to make sure that people in our lives love them and I know that people often will tell us you know all types of stuff we've been together forever so <laughs> people will always tell us all types of things like ah, I just love you all's relationship but I feel like our relationship is really just based in the foundation of friendship and love and I just want, wish that for everyone to have people who are very supportive of them um, and just wish them the best no matter no matter what yeah well thank you I uh, um, I mean that's one of the big things I always tell people especially about our relationship is that you know I I feel like we make each other better being around each other and um, so you know you definitely make me want to be a better person and hopefully I help you become a better person in your eyes and no, for sure. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm yeah. sure I'm part of part of who I am today is because of you, because I probably was a lot more angry when I was young with being an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> and you learned you told you learned you helped me learn how to chill out at a young age. And I feel like a lot of people in my family had to learn that when they were a little mm -hmm. bit older. But since we met each other so young, I remember you just being like, you know, just chill out. <laughs> and I'd be like, OK, you know, <laughs> so it really did help me really did help me learn at a young age how to be more calm and how to figure out even when I don't feel calm like how to get to that place so I really yeah. I really do feel like we do make each other better and we have rubbed off on each other um, in a lot of ways to balance and complement each other yeah so I guess that's enough of this love fest <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so much I don't know if you want to close it out for us no i i just uh well i just want to thank uh dr shoma for the opportunity to uh, be able to be on her um podcast and um i enjoyed myself talking i enjoyed myself talking about her book um i do want to say that it is an excellent book it's a quick read um i think it can apply to anybody um who is interested in learning how they can feel better about themselves better about their future um, but really just overall just um, improving their mental wellness. Um, and I think it's an excellent read. And so if you get the opportunity, please go to um, drshomonose.com uh, um, where you can get a copy of it. Thank you. Happy Monday, everybody. Have a good rest of your week.
motivation monday motivation monday motivation monday motivation monday motivation monday motivation monday